In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One who came here to give us all that we need. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, the website Yelp was created in 2004, and ever since Yelp came out, we've seen a whole bunch of other things pop up in our web browsers browsers, and even on our mobile phones that allow us to do something that's, well, it's kind of interesting. It's something that we haven't done at least much in the past 20 years or so. What we're able to do now is if I go out to a movie on a Friday night and I'm sitting there and I am watching a movie in a horrible movie theater with popcorn strewn all over the floor and the floors are sticky, I can get on my mobile phone, I can get on Yelp or Foursquare or whatever and I can rate that place. I can say, this place is horrible, don't ever come here. Or, this place is great, I love the sticky floors and the popcorn all over the place. And I can rate wherever I go just about. In fact, you can even rate University Lutheran. And some people have. You can come here and you can get on Foursquare or you can get on Google Maps or you can get on all sorts of things and you can rate your experience here and say, I was content with the sermon or that sermon was really horrible, don't ever come here. You can rate it, you can say the people are great, and that's actually one of the things that's on our Google Maps uh, reviews, is that one former student here gave us a review and said the people here are just fantastic people. Get to know them. You can come here and you can rate University Lutheran, and you can go across the street and you can rate Reagan's Hall, and you can go a little bit farther and you can rate your classes and rate my professor, and then you can go a little bit farther and you can rate Chili's on campus, and you can go a little bit farther than that, and you can rate all the way up into Georgia, and you can tell people how content or discontent you are with the services that you receive or the products that you receive. And it's kind of an interesting thing that has happened in our culture just within the past 10 or 20 years that everybody has this capability of rating. You see, we used to rely on these people that were called critics. And they were people that were informed about the things that we were eating or the things that we were watching or the things that we were experiencing. And we would trust their ratings. We would go to our newspapers, talk about old technology, go to our newspapers and we would take a look at the reviews of those critics. And we would then decide whether we would be well, content going and seeing that movie or going to that restaurant or if we wouldn't be content because the critics said we wouldn't be. Now we all have the capability of being a critic. We all have the capability of saying that we're content or we're, well, maybe not quite so content. 
Well, this morning we're talking about contentment. And how I opened up our worship service today was I asked you how content you were with your God. And it'd be interesting to see what some of the responses were throughout our week. If we were really honest about our experience of this God whom we say that we love, whom we say that we adore, whom we say is the greatest thing ever... It would be interesting to see how many stars Jesus receives on a Thursday. It would be interesting to see if maybe sometimes we were even brave enough to give God a low rating. Maybe sometimes we're not quite so content with God. It would be interesting to see when the spikes were in our contentedness. If after church we were really content with God and then by the time that Saturday afternoon arrived, maybe not quite so content, maybe we need to get back there. Maybe it would be interesting to see what kind of things would lead us to give a little bit lower rating. Maybe that thing that you've been praying for for a long time and you still haven't received. Maybe that time when that relationship broke up. Maybe that time when you didn't understand what God was trying to tell you. How would you rate God? How would you rate Him on His performance for you today? How would you rate him on his performance for you throughout this week? Would it be a high rating or would it be a low rating? Well, a lot of that has to do with, well, you. And that's something that you find out when you go to a place like Yelp or Foursquare or Google Maps and you take a look at the different ratings that people give. You see, it seems like people can go to the same place at the same time and experience the exact same thing, but yet have completely different ratings. And really what it has to do with is being aware You see, you can go to that movie theater that is covered in soda and popcorn. And you can be just completely fixated on the soda and the popcorn. But not on anything else that's happening. And because of that, you give it a low rating. Or, perhaps you can go to that movie theater with the soda and the popcorn all over the place. And yet, you love... That movie theater. You love the old smell that you get when you walk in there. You love the way that the screen just seems to light up better than every place else. And you give it a high rating because you're aware of all of the great things about that movie theater. It's interesting the way that we rate different things in our lives and the things that we're aware of and the things that we judge and it's even interesting in the way that well, we judge God because sometimes if you're honest you've probably judged God a little harshly (laughs) you've probably come to God and said dear Lord, just why can't I have that? we really I need it Why can't this person think that I am just the most attractive person in the whole wide world? 
why can't you do something about this problem that I'm experiencing in my life? Yet the problem with those ratings usually is that you're not taking a look at all of the other things that God has for you. And that's what Jesus is bringing out in this Gospel lesson. Jesus in this Gospel lesson is saying, Be content. He's saying, Don't worry. Don't be anxious. God knows what you need. Seek first His kingdom, and everything else will follow. We're, we have a tough time doing that because we like to obsess about food. We like to obsess about drink. We like to obsess about our clothes. And we like to focus on those things and be aware of those things and not be aware of all of the other gifts that God is giving to us. You see, that's who we are as sinners. We... In fact, sometimes even turn those things into gods of their own. Gods that then we become a little bit discontent with. And so we put money at the top of our pantheon of gods and we say, if money is my god, then money will take care of me and money will make me happy. And yet you get to the end of the day and you don't feel much happier. Or maybe you turn relationships with other people into your God and you say, if this one person just loves me or if I have this one friend, then if I can just keep that together, then I'll be happy. But that's no guarantee for happiness. And Jesus is telling us there's one thing, one thing that you should be most content with. Be content with the fact that God loves you. Because from that will spring all sorts of other contentment. If you're content with the fact that God loves you, you get this amazing gift. You get this amazing gift that you know that He died on that cross for your sins, and because He died on that cross for your sins, your sins are forgiven now. And now that your sins are forgiven, you understand that when you die on this earth, that it's just kind of a bump in the road. That you are going to go on and be in the resurrection. You're going to exist forever. And there's going to be things in this life that you never get to experience. But you've got an eternity of time to experience Him because of Jesus. And then, on top of that, after you've spent about a thousand years experiencing those things that you weren't able to experience in this life, then you get to experience all of those things that God has for you that never even came to your mind. All of those great gifts that He wants to shower upon you, not for just a couple of years, not for just this week, not for just a hundred years, but for eternity. That He loved you so much and He wanted you to be so content that He knew it would last forever. Him making you content. And showing you His love. And so this morning you get to be content. Maybe you don't have everything that you want right now. But you have the one thing that matters. You have eternity.
and you have Jesus. Amen.